<laughs> All right, we're going to be ready. Uh, dedication time. So we're going around the table, and we're going to dedicate it to whatever you like. And I have an idea, so we'll continue. So what would you like to dedicate the episode to? Want to go for who wants to go first? John? Nope. <laughs> dedicate? I didn't, I didn't realize this dedicated? was a thing. All right. So what do you mean dedicate it to? First place or thing? What'd you like to dedicate it to? Uh, I, I, uh, <laughs> I'm going to dedicate it to uh, our assistant director, Brianna, who was absolutely incredible and kept nice. us going smoothly. And uh, yeah. it's just an awesome person yeah yeah so, she's yeah. a big friend big friend of the podcast yeah yeah yeah, yeah. And, yeah. Uh, same for you tiff or you want to I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna go along the same vein there okay. um we had so many incredible people dedicate time yeah and um i see that happening a lot in the twin cities is people nice. who um deserve hundreds of dollars a day willing to work for less because they care they, um so i'm going to dedicate it to all those hard-working people in in the Twin Cities film industry Ooh. who are often willing to give what others do not deserve. Wonderful. I like wow. it. Wow, yeah. That's All one right. of the reasons I moved out here was from <laughs> nice. Los Angeles was because everybody's attitude is so great and mm -hmm. there's just like nice. not all... Uh, terrible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's a perfect description. He passed away last summer, and uh, he didn't always approve of everything I did, <laughs> but he loved watching my movies. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Dad. That's oh, nice. Parents. I think he would have been really uncomfortable with this one, and that would have made me laugh. I think <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is gonna be fun. All right, so we have um, Kendra, Hi. Tiffany, and John from the movie Girl Stuff. That is right. Um, and I want to thank Tiff, especially Tiffany and Kendra, for coming on because if it's just John and I, two white guys doing a podcast, there's so much of that. <laughs> That's ninety nine percent of podcasts. Right. Two white girls too. Yeah. Really, our racial quality is great. We're not doing so great today. I thought I thought we were gonna go with two comic book nerds. Right? Are you? Oh, I'm not no. a comic book nerd. But you're not a comic book nerd. No. 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 I tried real hard. Yeah. Uh, but the just getting like twenty two pages and then having to wait a month or more to, for the next little piece of story You're just like, yeah. frustrated me too much. So I, I bought a bunch of trade paperbacks and graphic novels and stuff. So mm -hmm. I loved The Watchmen, mm. Dark Knight Returns, mm. that sort of stuff. Mm. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much my comic book experience. Mm. Oh, well, so you're just a nerd then. Yup. D&D <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, &D for life. What are, with, with you guys, what is kind of the nerdiest thing you guys do? I mean, uh, if you don't do comic My books. day job is in database configuration, essentially. I work in building and managing and oh, yeah. learning Computers. about databases. She yeah. will figure out anything you give her like all this data and she will figure out where it goes what's the best way to deal with it like she's she's phenomenal at organizing things and she yeah. loves to do it 
Exactly. Which is why she was so such a great like, producer. You like spreadsheets. I love spreadsheets. <laughs> right. Especially when the spreadsheets are done correctly and I can turn them into pretty pictures with graphs. <laughs> oh my God. Word <laughs> art. Oh. <laughs> That's... Transfers really well into being a producer. It does. Yeah. It's, it's not really that. It's, it's, I love hearing people's problems and figuring out solutions to problems. Yeah, that's why it's well, constantly like a, burden you with like, I have this wrong, help me. And then you figure it out. And it's yeah. like, yeah. I, I firmly believe that there, there, there aren't problems we don't have solutions to. Um, and in fact, I even believe like in most cases, everybody wants the same solution. It's just implementation to get there. Right, somebody want to go, some people want to yeah. flank it. They yep. want to go the long way. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Some people just want to go straight there. Right. Shortcut. So my job yeah. is figuring out the implementation. Yeah. So maybe I'm a control freak. Maybe well, that's the problem. That's, <laughs> You're I mean, like the nicest control freak in the entire world. I'm so though. bad at telling people no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's where I come in. When I'm like, <laughs> oh, like it. We don't need it. Bye. Blunt. Okay. <laughs> anyway. That's why we work well together. Yep. So mm -hmm. it, it works works well, that kind of eye process when you're doing short movies, mm -hmm. independent mm -hmm. films, because mm -hmm. you have to figure out right away. And mm -hmm. you have to adapt, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So a lot of times you have like a structure plan and everything, but you yeah. got to adjust as well. Oh, yeah. 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 Stay, stay loose and on your feet. Mm -hmm. Stay loose. So what is the, kind of the geeky thing? You, what's the kind of nerdy thing you do, Kendra? Oh boy. Um, I wouldn't call myself a cosplayer. I right. just really like costumes. <laughs> um, and Halloween is my favorite. John's dying. <laughs> and choking on water. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've always liked, I don't know, Halloween has been my favorite thing since I was a kid. Uh, I grew up watching The X Files with my dad. So I literally watched it from season one on. Oh, yeah. So I started like when it was I was a Sunday night. Yeah. Yeah, Sunday. when I was six. Yeah. We have a big bowl of popcorn and a big big glass of milk because <laughs> we're from the midwest and it's uh yeah milk and popcorn. yeah or or coke and he that's when mom wasn't home i'd have a i'd have coke with him and he'd be like now you have to promise me you're gonna go to bed and not tell mom we watched the x-files tonight like, yeah it's fine as i'm yeah. freaked out uh but i love the x-files so much and that got me started on like sci-fi and um i do like comic book stuff but not like the movies, I'm not as into it as everybody else is, but yeah. um, I I just love characters. Mm. Um, I love sword play, uh, so I have a certification in broadsword and want to get more. And um, I like weapons. Yeah, uh, that's you I'm didn't bring any with you. I have some in my car, <laughs> legitimately. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, I do. I have. <laughs> you know, some people have a conceal and carry. Kendra has a broadsword. I have a sword. In my, it's not a broadsword. Oh, Kendra has a sword. It's, uh, it, I forgot the name. Is and it I'm Rapier? Actually, or I don't know how, uh, I think I pronounced that wrong. Rapier. 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 So fancy. Rapier. It's the sword that um, El Lord Elrond has. Uh, in in the series, it's in my trunk, and I can't remember why it's in there. But it's in there. <laughs> cool. But you put it in there, right? You right. Maybe. It wasn't planted. <laughs> Maybe. Part of the my alter ego <laughs> did it in the middle of the night. Was like, we're gonna need this. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, I walk around with like just some spray. 
<laughs> spreadsheets. You'll do the spreadsheet of all of the yep. people I want to kill. So <laughs> before we continue further, I want to just plug that um, John, you also have a YouTube channel if people are interested. Yeah. If you I wanna, do yeah. actually. I spent like the last eight years running different series on many different YouTube channels, and I'm currently working on my own, which is very nerdy Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, uh, it's so funny. Series yeah. so called so Dungeon funny. Preppers. Okay, where I basically take you through the prep for my uh, my game that I run every couple of weeks. And then I also do some DM advice stuff. I'm gonna be doing um, some live play videos once I can get the computer figured out. Oy, it's expensive. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, and I'm gonna start I'm gonna start a new campaign and take you everybody through that and I'm gonna uh, do some one shots. Okay. So yeah. I'm learning yeah. how to play D D by watching it because I've always <laughs> wanted to play it, but I don't Oh you're gonna. I don't learn games fast. I don't I don't I'm fast right. with everything else but games. I am invited to join a group that starts next week. Ooh. And I kind of want to, but I also don't have any extra time in my life. But I really You really don't to. have any more time for more hobbies. I you don't. should just try it once. Okay. Right. Thirst taste is free. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love so, you so much. With, with going with the in D and D, and before we talk with the girl stuff and all, you, yeah, with D and D fans, you've you kind of see the relationship with the Game of Thrones stuff, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's well, obviously that was yeah because you know it was inspired by these fantasy novels and these pulp novels and all this stuff back in you know the early 20th century, and then those guys took like the Conan books and all that stuff and they're like we want to play this and they came from wargaming and then turned it into running through dungeons with characters which were pretty much just a pile of stats and now eventually it's turned into this huge phenomenon where like I have friends of mine who are professional D&D players how like, do you how are you a professional D&D right. player people get they paid get to paid to play they, an imaginary character Terminate. they That's have, like acting, they have a mind. kickstarter right now to turn their D&D game into a um, oh, into I an animated that. series and it's it's a, a pardon me a butt hair away from 10 <laughs> million dollars yeah. do they need someone to play an elf they because for an dang. animated series <laughs> I looked oh. it up darn yeah. it they're all professional voice actors and mm -hmm. they're really good and they've been doing it together for what 10 years Four, Four they've years? been they've been Streaming, I think, for four years. That's yeah, they have so then like they're playing into a cool series. Yeah, I want to see it. Yeah, it's yeah. gonna be amazing. Uh, that's called Critical Role. Critical Role. Critical Role. Critical okay. If you look it up, the community around that too is beautiful. Um, everybody's really, really like you get a lot of like toxic fandom and stuff going on. This community does not stand for that nice. and everybody like builds each other up there's a thing called critical role art bot where people are doing the most amazing fan art i have ever seen in my life and you just hashtag uh critical role fan art and this thing retweets it so you get all this amazing artists doing stuff and like people who are starting out their art careers who are getting advice and getting shared and wow. commissions and things like that and it's it's really amazing and then the guys on critical role are actually like oh we have all of this clout so we're gonna help these other like um, wow uh these other people get their stuff funded too by retweeting them and backing oh, them what and, a phenomenal yeah. community to do something so creative and then to be giving back to others that are trying to do yeah they're similar. some of the best people mm. nice yeah. that Good. is how communities should be yes <laughs> yes and some I are agree. Mm -hmm. so um, go, um coming back Thanks for that. Mm. Um, do you guys watch Game of Thrones? 
Oh yes, you do. <laughs> Sorry, uh, I am so excited for tonight. <laughs> I just, is that what we're doing today? Right? Yeah. I I've, I uh, I watched the entire series again over the last uh, couple of months because winter was here, um, right. and is back and is here and is gone and will maybe be back. Who knows? Um, over <laughs> and that's like literally all I did, and it was the third time I've watched all of it, but I'm I love it. I'm absolutely obsessed with it. So I'm very excited for it to get here tonight. You gonna watch it, Tiffany? I do not. Yeah. She's she's awful. I do not. Do you have like a specific reason or is this not your forte um, or just blasphemy? Well, a, blasphemy. Or you just, or, yeah. Um <laughs> A blasphemy. Um B I'm a sinner. Yeah. Uh, C through M right. I hate everything. Um, no. <laughs> She's got a soft heart. Uh, uh, I've got a soft heart. Um, it's also, I don't have a television or a cable subscription, which I know. That would really help. Yeah. yeah I, you kind of need that. You kind of yeah. need that. Um, I, yeah, I, everything I watch, I watch on my phone or my computer. Um, and I also tend to watch stuff that I can have in the background while I do other things. You oh. can't do that. And you can't this. do that with no, Game of Thrones. you need to not move so, like, for solid four minutes. It would be one of those things that I would want to sit and watch. And there are specific shows that I'm like, I am sitting, I am watching, I am paying attention. Or like when I watch a movie, I sit, mm -hmm. I watch, I pay attention. Um, both to enjoy it and then also somewhat to study the art of it and to know right. what good looks like. Yeah. Um, but I... Uh, I haven't started on Game of Thrones. <laughs> you have no. a long way to go, but you also have I a friend do. that has a TV, That's and true. I could just give you a key in my house. <laughs> Someday. I can kind of relate because a lot of people are, it's so popular, right. and there's almost like an urgency that I don't, it's like join a cult, almost yeah. like everybody loves this. You should, it's almost like, right. but it's, and the, I'm not it's the most worthwhile cult right. you'll ever, yeah. like. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's, you're it's, so gonna well, be as into As someone it. who has legitimately been in a cult. Yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> You were? Um, I mean, yeah. I kind Semi. of. It's better than kind that of, cult. I kind of grew up in a little bit. This of, cult has like sex and killing. And right. And that one <laughs> also did, but then judged people for it. Oh, yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> um, no, in. Uh, <laughs> I'm also not one of those people who's going to be like, Meh, everyone who wants Game of Thrones is the worst. I hate people who love things. Because one of my pet peeves, we're going to get on yep. one of my soapbox. Yep, yep. <laughs> All right, I, go ahead. I hate it when people hate on other people enjoying things. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, I'll see people who are like, I have a baby, and therefore people who love their dogs suck. And You're or like, like Star Wars trailer came out this yeah. week, and there's all these people who just feel the need to like jump out there so, and be right. like, Star Wars is trash. Yeah. And I'm like, and I like watched the trailer and was like, <gasps> like tears. Let people and like, yeah, just I just same with the Joker trailer, right. like Joaquin Phoenix. I'm things. so excited for it, but then they're just <laughs> and have to get all into all these technicalities Hashtag about Joker. <laughs> yeah, like right. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> just enjoy something for as once. Long, Your life sucks. As long as the thing that you're enjoying isn't like killing or harming people. Well, this is fake killing. Yeah. This is but fake real, killing and harming real people. Real killing and real harming. If it, like if your fandom <laughs> is literally being a serial killer, I'm gonna hate on that. <sighs> yeah. But if, if yeah. you really, really enjoy being a pet mom, or if you really, really enjoy having a human baby, you, or if you really, really enjoy, you know, a certain comic book type, or if you like, just let people love stuff, man. Yep. Yeah. 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 It's I, not hurting. There's I, enough hate in the I world. I love watching people find joy in whatever they find joy exactly. in. And it's, yeah. it's so great to yeah. sit there and look at another human and go like, I have no idea why Beanie Babies bring <laughs> you this much joy. 
But like, look how happy you are. That's amazing. I am 100% for your yes. beanie baby love. Oh I will tease you for it in love, mm-hmm. but I am for you. Yes. Oh, I had so many beanie babies. Did you? What'd you do with them? My mom, when I got older, she, my mom just like got rid of my childhood uh, oh. and put them all in bags wow. and just took everything to Goodwill and um, right. just gone. Like beanie babies that are definitely worth uh, thousands of dollars. Now you're dedicated to finding them and getting them back? Or eh, not maybe? really. <laughs> I'm okay with it, but I, my childhood's gone. It'll never come back. <laughs> it's in your heart. It's, yeah, kind of, sort of, yeah. But anyway. <laughs> About that. I loved Beanie Babies. They were so soft. Okay. But anyway. if, if, um, if you didn't like, what kind of movies do you like, Tiff? Um, if, I really... I like most of them in general. Um, yeah. Like I love the movies that touch you and change you and make you see the world differently. Um, I'm really into story, and I love it when any film, no matter the genre, tells a story that makes you think and right. contemplate your own humanity. Yeah. Because I think that that's what our yes. job is. We are storytellers, and mm-hmm. as storytellers, our job is to show um, reflections of of humanity. And it may not always be a humanity that looks like us or sounds like us. And I think especially um, it's important to make sure sometimes it's a humanity that doesn't look or sound or, or feel like our own. But um, I love anytime it's a good story. So if it is a corny as heck comedy, mm. I love it. If it's a really deep drama, I love it. If it's an yeah. Oscar, so like, I don't know. And you feel it every time too. Oh. You text me all the time. Going, I am bawling right now <laughs> because I am watching this. I can't I, like, I remember I watched a comedy special. Well, I have to agree with, I mean, there's no way. No, and I told my wife, there's no way I'm gonna go see Dumbo. Absolutely no way. No, it's no. going to affect me far too much. I can't watch the Disney. I can't version. even digest the trailer. Yeah, you're no. kidding me. I no. was crying watching the trailer. And then I was like, "Oh, he's got the magic feather. Got we're done." Even no. as a kid, though, I did not like Dumbo because of the circus scene, and yeah. and they got rid of her mom, and I just started bawling. Then I wanted my mom, and I can't deal with it. I, yeah. Yeah. I can't wait to see Shazam. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Zachary <laughs> Levi. But I do, yeah. perfect comedic timing. Do, I love Tiffany. It. Do you easily cry? movies she yes. easily cries at it anything does, it doesn't take very that's much that's not entirely true. i'm kidding we <laughs> both do i, wish, both I, both I do. wish i more easily cried right um, but the funny thing is people regard it as like a weakness no I, it's not no no no. i'm no. not saying it's a weakness Listen, at all i am an actor i have worked very hard on learning how to cry right. <laughs> right. Yeah. i have spent a lot of money in classes to learn how to cry you just you whereas as a director <laughs> yeah. i have to hold everything in and just look really cool yeah <laughs> yeah all the time yeah. all the time <laughs> Tiffany and I need like, to have the no, strength nothing. to cry. Yep. Like, and, I'm just uh, keeping it going all through life. Yeah. <laughs> Keep yeah. on trucking. And then like, <laughs> yeah. when I get home and I'm alone, that's when I get to cry. Yeah. I think yeah. that being an actor takes a certain emotional strength. Yeah. Um, you know, speaking of crying and because and, I didn't I didn't mean that as a uh, as a negative towards you. No, I just um, I do. F- I don't process things through emotions in my real life. And I feel like when I watch really good story, yeah, I process my, I, I don't know, my emotions come up. So like I, I was watching a, a comedy special and she was telling jokes and I started hysterically sobbing because it like hit something in there. Because <laughs> right. I was yeah. laughing so hard I started crying. Um, but like really good storytelling that's done in a way that like gets you somewhere without like throwing in, um, I don't know, 
tropes or like trying for the shock value oh is yeah powerful yeah. if you try too hard right. you're gonna lose it yeah i one of the reasons i got into filmmaking was that you know i want to basically touch like a feeling mm-hmm. that's in me and i want to touch it to you and go like hey you know this feeling like you're not alone and yeah and also i just like i want to okay. make you cry yeah i make, <laughs> I make kendra cry <laughs> The script that I wrote. It was great. Uh, oh, I loved that script. Uh, I loved that one. Yeah, and so that was actually what, what I loved about the script that they sent me was like this is this is some this has truth in it. And that's the important thing about mm-hmm. that is I was like, this is this is like a real story. I can feel they they poured their heart into this and that's why I wanted to do it. Yeah. So um, Dad and I both, both both the girls uh, wrote it together. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, yes. and and who whose idea was it first? I think both. I I can't really credit either one of us. We've okay. been talking about it for a long time. It kind of grew organic with both, yeah. right? You yeah. did come up with the situation. Yeah, because we couldn't figure out how, how to, to tell it. the the kind of the story that we wanted to tell. Because we wanted to tell a story about female friendship and make it. Um, organic and real and uh, about that you you don't have to be the exact same person to be friends and you can respect each other and have completely different choices in life and it, and it's okay and I couldn't we couldn't come up with a situation we kept going back and forth and then one night I was driving home and it just kind of came to me and I called her on my way home and I was like okay how about this? <laughs> and uh, I sat in my uh, parking or my whatever driveway for like 45 minutes talking to her. And then I went inside and I said, okay, I'm going to write up something and just see where we can go from here. And it, I was sit, I sat down for maybe two, three hours and just put on some music and sat at my computer and didn't do anything. <laughs> and then I shut off the, the world and shut off the world. You know, and it you was know what that's so called? much fun writing. <laughs> I wrote. Yeah, no, I wrote. you sit there and you think about yeah. what you're going to write. That's writing. That's I'm a writer. Writing. I am. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I said on my previous up, my previous guest, when we were talking about writing, and I, I I'm going to repeat for my listeners, but I I wrote my own my comic book, and it's nice. And I would be outside at night doing the dialogue between the characters like this he would say and I'm sure my neighbors think I'm that's crazy that's not creepy yeah. at all right they can no. out there at midnight you know so, oh, yeah, da, 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 and he's like what a, and it's like watching never take like, me alive coppers <laughs> <laughs> so true story I right. played in college I played um, Lady Macbeth this is in a theater so I can say that word oh that uh, is a nice role it is <laughs> I was far too young and innocent to truly understand the depth I want to play her again <laughs> right I, wanna, ooh, I could play her right now. yeah I I understand what she means when she says evil things now because I have been there. Um, she could just get Macbeth to do anything. Oh, I love her. But anyway, mm. I would walk around my college campus rehearsing my lines. <laughs> <laughs> just freaking people out. I don't know if you know this. Like one of her lines is, uh, I don't remember it exactly, but it's something along the lines of, if I, if I was like you, if I had to be like you, I would rip my child from my chest and smash it, smash its brains out on the ground. Okay, yeah, yeah. If I knew it was going to be like you or something like that, and so I'm walking through campus with like my little backpack, like <laughs> practicing my monologue, and I like remember at, seeing at like people full like, volume? yeah. Or were wow. you whispering it? No, I was full like volume? speaking it out because I was I was in my own head. Did you make a lot of friends that year? Or did a lot of people go? I lost this a lot of friends geez. that year. Mm. I 
did not have friends. Mm, but did any theater, no other theater kids were like, oh, she's just doing Macbeth. Well, I I feel like theater were, kids. We know we're weird. Um, my yeah, I I wasn't doing it at my school. Um, <laughs> it's out in the public. I I <laughs> decided the to best choices, start okay. auditioning professionally and locally mm. before I graduated because I didn't totally like my theater program because so. you're that you're an awesome person and you're talented and you're it gonna, was a good show I mean you're it was, punch it was community theater yeah mm. but well but that, that's a character that kind of stays with you for mm-hmm. a while right yeah I wanted to play her yeah. just yesterday I was walking down the street and I'm working on this new pilot and I've been like working on it for a while and I like I, I broke like oh yeah I know what I'm gonna do and I'm walking down the street and I'm like kind of doing dialogue I'm in a scene in my head I'm not even really noticing my surroundings and I realized like as I walked past these uh this these two people I like said an expletive like, you know, like was, but like not really loud kind of under my breath but I have my headphones in and music playing you know like and I'm like oh man I hope they didn't think I was talking about them they I did. hope I don't get into a fight they did I hope <laughs> I don't get into a fight I really freaked my husband out doing that because I do that a lot in the car like I'll process yeah. stories in the car and then I'll get into like to different <laughs> characters and I like oh, poor don't Tony. even realize that I'm just suddenly talking out loud and shouting and so we'll go on road trips and I'll be like yeah and then they'll do this and then, and then I'll just start talking as the character like arguing back and forth and I've had him look at me like are you okay? Oh God, I love Tony so much. I'm not, but thank you for asking. He's just like the most innocent little kitten you ever did see. Just I would have. You just got married, right? No, I've been married for five years. Five years? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I've been married. You know, no lady. So you are. <laughs> Well, it sounds sound like he's going to be going away. He sounds like, yeah. No, no, no. I think he knew what he's getting no, into. No, he knew what he was he's getting into. fully prepared yeah. for the madness. He, listen, yeah. he, he is very good at being the best human in the world. He um, can't not be good. He's just, yeah, he just he's, can be. I told true. him at but your cabin, also, like, I can get my own beer. No. I'm going to be dead mom, and that's what you're going to deal with it, and you're going to sit in that chair and relax, and I'm going to pamper you. Okay. (laughs) But he's also, uh, he's got a a stubborn backbone like you wouldn't believe. Yeah, we're talking about that, like, in prep things. Yeah. Yeah. You kind of... Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. He's he is exactly the kind of not in the industry person that someone like me who's in the industry needed because he is so okay with me being like fiercely independent and out and doing my own thing and not around and like I've taken three week long trips out to stay yeah. in LA and he lets you be you. It's and he wonderful. totally lets me be me. Yeah. Um yeah. so yeah. Yay, my husband. Yay, Tony. Anyway, shout out. <laughs> my ex wife when I'd be writing something new and I'd be like walking around the house. She'd yeah. just look at me and she could see it on my face and she'd be like, you're in the movie. And I'd be like, what? Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, uh, well, my my dogs, my significant <laughs> others, my three children uh, that aren't dragons, um, <laughs> they, uh, they, they yeah. definitely react to me when I'm around the house, but my I get cats. to keep my madness to me and the dogs. It's mm. fun. My cats don't care whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they're cats. Yeah. Uh, dogs, they react to me. Mm-hmm. And it's it's hard when I do a crying scene because they're like, Mom. <laughs> well, I would anyway. like to recommend a movie for both of you guys, if you're okay. interested, from Ooh. last year um, called Madeline's Madeline. And it's strictly about the exploration of acting. Is it just merely for th- oh. profession Ooh. or is it merely for theater? Or when are you acting, when you're not? And it takes place a little girl her whole life. Her mom's kind of supportive. 
and then she hears coach is actually a little more driven and she's kind of feels like this pull between if it's for therapy or should I mm. use it as a career? Oh. It's called Madeline's Madeline, and she it's it's a wonderful work of I. The focus is strictly on acting. Hmm. Fantastic! Then I yeah, will, I think really you guys good. will like we it. We should have a girl night. Uh, yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> we're definitely gonna have to have like wine and cheese and crackers and a wig for John. And right. <laughs> There's a wonderful scene in the movie where she's she's at a party. All the cast and crew is at, having a party. Is like maybe they finished the movie. Yeah. And she has an awkward time of because they expect her to only seen her in the character mm-hmm. and oh, then yeah. to cope and understand. She just all she just okay. I she feels uncomfortable and she jumps into her character just because mm-hmm. that's what she's been doing around all these people to mm-hmm. feel. Better, yeah, yeah, better, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's I love that someone made a film uh, like Madeline's that. Madeline. Madeline's Madeline. Acting yeah. is uh, essentially therapy in a way. It can be really scary, uh, and it can be really healing, and it can bring up things that you didn't really understand that you had repressed so far down deep into you. Yeah. And then when you have to bring it up, the, these things just come up. Uh, I think that's one reason why people don't stop acting. Why we have so many actors that. Um, people who think acting is silly referred to as like hobby actors no it's it's everybody's serious about it because you're yeah. still serious the emotion is still serious um, but just because you're not making millions of dollars doesn't mean that it's not beneficial to you as a whole person right um, yeah. yeah yeah so I mean it's for you guys it's more than just a job oh yeah yeah, yeah. As, yeah. it's it's a part of me it'll never it'll never go away is it something that you knew right away did you knew early on yeah, I was uh, I was a very crazy child. Um, I we lived on. Um, you don't say. No, <laughs> not at all. I was as, always as space ghost. Space ghost would say, "You got to be kidding me." <laughs> <laughs> there are there are photos of me uh, in many different costumes. I remember my mother introduced me to Cats when I was very very young, the musical, <laughs> and I thought the white kitty was just the bomb. And so I dressed up as the white cat and made my own costumes. So you. You're really excited. They're making a movie. Uh, I, I'm actually movie. not because I the old, when I got older, I was like, "This is weird. <laughs> this is a weird musical." Uh, Mr. Mistopheles is still an awesome song. I'll dance yeah. the crap out of that one, but it's very all, yeah. strange. I also uh, my sisters um, convinced me, well, convinced my mom that Beavis and Butthead Do America was just like uh, a cartoon, so it was okay for. Yeah. Seven-year-old Kendra to watch. It's perfectly <laughs> fine. Uh, and one day, I like the day after we, we watched had such it. Such different childhoods. I know. <laughs> uh, one day after the day after watching it, uh, my mom and my two sisters sat down for like midday lunch or something. I don't remember. And I really loved Beavis and Butthead Do America for some reason as a seven-year-old. And I dressed up like Beavis and I ran down the <laughs> stairs in my Disney underwear with a like a shirt over my head like Beavis did and. I I came down and screamed, I am Cornelio, give me TV for my bagel. And my sisters freaked out. My mom is like, what is this? What did she watch? And what did you show her? That, yeah, between my sisters, my mother, my father, they were all, my mother and father were both community theater actors. And I was, I was a theater rat just down at the theater all the yeah. time and grew up in a teeny tiny little town. So I was very fortunate that I got to just be immersed in all the arts when I was a kid in this small town that really does support the arts because most small nice. towns don't. Yeah, yeah. right. I mean, yeah. You gotta have, pick yeah. the right spot. Sports, or, you know. Like, and yeah. and it was just it was it was a really fun upbringing and um, 
I think my parents knew from the get-go that, yeah, she's never going to stop doing this, even though they still are like, why are you doing this? Right. Like, you guys were act- right. you guys were actors. Like, come on. <laughs> this yeah. is your fault. Yeah, this is yeah. totally your fault that yeah. I'm this way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I know that I, I've known for a long time that this was as much what I do. Part of it is who I am, although I'm... I will never say who I am as an actor because I don't think you can sum up a human into a phrase. Yeah, um, you're not a job. I'm not you're a not job. one job. Right. I feel yeah. like people who believe that about themselves get to really unhealthy spaces and we preach it too much. And yeah. it's, it's another soapbox. I won't get That's why it. I hate the, uh, what do you do? Well, right. we'll have you come back on. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll get. A, I will I will send you a list of my many, soapboxes. Many soapboxes just piling up yep. back and here. And I will just hand them over to you. Um, gotcha. <laughs> but so I used to go to this, uh, this church where the pastor would say a lot of the time, um, when you know who you are, you know what to do. And we, we say that phrase a lot. When you know who you are, you know what to do. Okay, um, yeah. When you know who you are, you know what to do. And um, I, I, I didn't really pay attention to it, but there was one moment where I was on camera and this thought just passed through my head of, I know who I am when I am here. Mm. And um, yeah. and it's, it's really hard to explain like the connection to acting because it's not just a job. Like I've had jobs, it's not just a job, it's not just a passion, it's not just a method of storytelling. It's not just playing something. It's not just playing something, there's something innately spiritual and human and incredible and connecting about it. And when I am on camera, when I'm on set, mm. I know who I am and therefore I know what to do and it, yeah. it settles me. And I was talking to, to another girlfriend who's an incredible writer um, and has been on a lot of like, like Hollywood sets. Um, and she said that watching, when I watch you on set, you become a different person when the camera turns on. Because um, I have this really kind of wild, kinetic energy to Nope, me. not at all. No. <laughs> not at all. Um, I hadn't noticed. And yeah. when, when the camera, when they yell, when they say action, mm-hmm. it's like all of that kinetic energy comes into me and then is completely focused in one direction. And it just, it calms me in a way nothing else can. And so I don't know if I can explain in a phrase like why I love it. it takes a right. little, you know, I'm trying right. to, but um, I think you get to use me. all your different energies into one yeah, thing. Yeah, it focuses me yeah. in a way nothing else it does. Sounds, yeah, it sounds like you got, you're just able to have, you have so much energy that you also just gave yeah. it. You yeah. just channel it to channel like a laser. to one thing. Like a laser beam. I love it. Yeah. Well, and you, get, it and you so get to much. use, depending on the character, you get to use yeah. different parts of your energies yeah. too and different parts of yourself. Well, there's and, just something about knowing who you are when yeah. you're, you know, playing someone you're not. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of truth in playing someone that you're not. I'm the dude you're not. the dude playing yeah. the other dude. Yeah. <laughs> telling the truth in an imaginary mm. circumstance. Yeah, I had... Um, so one of my first productions that came and shot out here was I was working with this YouTube channel and we were shooting a web series out here because those guys are from Stillwater. Mm. And um, Sasha, mm. he and I were in a scene together that changed last minute. Well, actually it didn't change last minute. They just forgot to tell me. <laughs> <laughs> and I was, I was doing props, costumes, and had to be in the scene. And they're like, you ready for your scene tomorrow? I'm like, oh yeah, I just asked for some aspirin. They're like, oh, we changed that scene. Now I'm looking for morphine so I can put my wife out of her misery. Oh, totally different. Yeah. Oh, great, yay. Yeah, so I like delve into like the breakup I had recently gone through and I'm like thinking about all of this stuff and the camera's about to roll because I've done a lot of like 
<laughs> kind of fun YouTube stuff. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, never really took myself very seriously as an actor. And then all of a sudden, I have this really weighty scene that I kind of have to yeah. deliver. Yeah. And um, and it's the first time these guys have really asked me to der- or uh, um, act in something serious. So, uh, so I'm I'm sitting there and I'm like trying to like think about all of these things imagine my my recent ex like dying in this bed and all these things and like like trying to figure (laughs) out how to do this and sasha just says really really quiet as they're setting everything up and all the hullabaloo is going on he just goes hey and i look into his eyes and started crying Mm. and i'm like that's what that's what what i needed i want to do that more (laughs) (laughs) look at me mark yeah yeah because it's 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 really interesting to walk in this other skin and it helps yeah you know with my own stuff and like i came out of that thinking i was like i'm gonna put myself down a deep dark hole by bringing all this stuff back up mm-hmm. it was cathartic no yeah you, you have to release yeah. it you can't hold yeah on to it. you can't hold on to it because that's the opposite of what you're doing mm-hmm. one of my favorite acting teachers rich remedios who teaches here in the twin cities quick plug um <coughs> i've taken several classes with him and uh it's it, they're Meisner classes, so like level one and two, especially level two, can get incredibly deeply emotional. Yeah. Um, and one of my favorite things is um, he would go, "Okay, let it go. You have to let it go." And he did it in the like the most gentle way because there there was one week in particular where I had a lot of trouble letting it go. Um, and he was always Took a while, when huh? you're in the scene, you you have it, and when you are done. You have to release it. You cannot hold on to that. It's not yours to keep in, after the scene is done. He didn't say it quite like that. I don't want to put words in his mouth, but um, makes sense. Just this really gentle, let it go. You have to let it go. And right, I think that's yeah. really important. <laughs> yeah, because if you hang on to it, it's it, acting will kill you, mm-hmm. if you if you get too much into it. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, before we take a break, I want to ask another question about acting is when you do a role, do you think costume first? No. No. Costume comes second or? Costume comes after you know who you are becoming. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or who you're portraying. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because you, you have to, I mean, costume, what we choose to wear every single day is something that very much pertains to who you are as a person. Reflection. Yeah. Yeah. And until you know who that person is that you're becoming, you can't think about what their surroundings are, what they pick out on a daily basis to wear, what they even eat. All these choices stem from the psychology and the personality of the person that you are going to be telling the truth of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. How much on something that you haven't produced and written? on your own do you get to work on your costume if it's really low budget, a lot of times the costume is literally just it's, whatever in my closet. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so usually I'm going, okay, what have I worn the least in other things? <laughs> and also fits this character. Um, so that that's that happens a lot. And yeah. then honestly, a lot of times I show up and they have a costume for me. Or um, I've done you know one or two where I show up a week or two beforehand. They get my mm-hmm. measurements. And then they put me in costumes for each of the scenes that I'll be in. And yeah. the director approves them. And I get no say in costume the uh well i'm a little bit more blunt uh and if i get little say in costume we no actors normally get little say in costume depending on the production quality well i don't want to say quality because indie and low budget can be incredibly high quality um but i guess it really just depends on the relationship that you have with the director if you Mm -hmm. feel comfortable enough to go to the director and say hey i just feel like this character would not 
choose this Mm -hmm. you know because there's motives behind what they choose and if that motive doesn't make sense Mm -hmm. um i tend to normally talk to the director and say hey i just i don't really understand this it makes you know and most of the time they appreciate that Mm -hmm. because they say well that you know you're thinking about your character and sometimes they don't uh but (laughs) most of the time i get good feedback uh good so all right, we're going to take a little break and we'll come back and we'll ask you a little more questions about the movie. Woo. Yeah, good. Cool. Hey, everybody, this is Kelly Reynolds, and I'm the host of Boobies and Newbies, the podcast that asks novice romance readers to think outside the dick in a box. Join me for a new episode every Friday as we review romance novels with non romance readers. From the sweet, loving, fairy tale romances of the Highlands. Who cares uh, about up against the wall by the fruit trees? <laughs> yes. Like, where's the dragon? Inside the belly of a dragon. To the naughty erotic threesomes with navy seals. Sex was a 10. I mean, you cannot get any better than this book. Come okay, on, you guys. Good. Really. We read it all. Check us out at Boobies Podcast on both Twitter and Instagram. Listen to previous episodes on any podcast streaming platform. You can also support Boobies and Newbies on Patreon.com for lots of bonus booby content and early episode releases. And I have to say, before we get started, congratulations on the award for uh, Girl Stuff. You guys both won awards. We did. We did. did. High five. So, um, Kendra, if I get it right, you won Best Actress. I did. And then Tiffany won Best Supporting Actress. Yes. But it's kind of, you guys kind of, it's all. We're we're both actresses. Yeah. Yeah, We just had to choose one that was best in supporting. It was the easiest thing in the world. She just went. Actress, supporting actress. Yeah. I don't care. I, was like, yeah. I don't like, care either. I was yeah, like, technically, either. you're in an additional minute of the film, so you're the lead. So did you, <laughs> you got a little, did you get a little, like a little plaque or what? We a got little, a certificate. Like a certificate? Mm-hmm. Okay. In a little foldy. In a folder. Yeah, All right. in a folder. It was dirty and it had a little stamp We do on. have a little plaque, though. You uh, have it. Yeah, you it's, have it's it. on, yeah, you have to come get it. Yeah. yeah <laughs> but you, I mean, that's fine. But that's not the only awards you won. Correct. What else did you? um, You and Toby Maguire have something in common now. (laughs) What? Best Kiss Award winning. (laughs) 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 Ours wasn't upside down though. (laughs) No, it was. It was. It was uh, just very. uh, But you did. You did win. We won Best Kiss. Mm-hmm. Um, we won the Z Fest. Yeah, Festival. and we, we won also, Best Trailer. We won Best Trailer, um, which is nod to John's great editing. So John, you oh did the trailer. God. He I did, did the trailer. Mm-hmm. Nice. Well, and he did the editing for the whole film too, mm-hmm. and it just the timing. I mean, you have to have a good editor for the timing in a comedic film. Uh, if you don't, uh, it, it can fall apart completely. Mm-hmm. Like, no matter how good the writing is, no matter how good the chemistry is between the two characters, if mm-hmm. you don't have a good editor for a comedic film. It's right. not gonna work. It's not gonna work. And, and he we, but yeah, we Thank found you. a. And I'm for hire. Yeah, he is, for hire. <laughs> he is available. Please gem. pay him in many dollars. Yes, yes. not yes. just in meat. I'm not cheap, but I'm quick and awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Which is what I tell all the ladies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I want to ask you guys. I mean, you uh, both you ladies wrote this the script together. Mm-hmm. Yes. So how did you meet John? 
to do the movie. Uh, or why I, didn't you guys need to direct yourselves? Ooh. Oh, yeah. Let's go through that story a little bit. Yeah, so, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, <laughs> let's unpack this a little bit here. We, uh, we kind of all three, I don't know, in a way, we were executive producers, which means that we had a lot of directorial input. Okay. And uh, we actually sent the script to a number of different directors, including female directors, and um, many of them were too busy, just didn't have the time for it. Um, one or two of them were not fond of the concept, which that's fine. That means that they shouldn't be directing it. Yep. Um, and uh, then we met John, and John said, you know, I think I want to treat this like you would treat a television show where you have a showrunner and then you have these different directors who come on for episodes. And like we really needed someone who knew um, things like what lens the DP should be using <laughs> okay. and yeah. uh, kind of those technical things. And we also didn't want to be on screen and also directing. Yeah, um, right. the, it's the, you, you can't be the actor, the writer, and the director. Mm -hmm. You and the you producers. Will, and the well, producers. Yeah. You can't do that many hats. They don't fit on your head. <laughs> uh, maybe two, three hats at maybe most. Maybe if you're literally a unicorn, because yeah. then you have an extra spot, and you can I just like it. punch <laughs> through the hat and <laughs> one after the other right. on the horn. But uh, we didn't want to do that. But we did want to executive produce, meaning we wanted control over how it was shot, what the edit looked like, the content, mm -hmm. um, the feel of it, all of that. And so we needed someone to collaborate with us, okay. um, not necessarily to just, just be like, yeah, but we give needed, it off to yeah. you and yeah. Yeah. we needed okay. someone to understand that this is, this is our story. But and the thing is we didn't know we needed that. John came in and yeah. he said, I think this is how I'd want to treat it. And we went, oh my God. I think that's the please. only way that like, yeah. this would be served correctly. Cause mm -hmm. I got it. And like, as like a film director, you tend to like, oh, I have this thing and now I make it my own. And I was mm -hmm. like, oh, that's not, that's all wrong. That's mm -hmm. all wrong. I can't, I can't make this story about these two women. Yeah. It's very, <laughs> very right. specific stuff. I can't just like come in and just start rubbing myself all over. <laughs> like, just like, no, it's gonna smell like me now. I think girls talk like this. Right. Like, <laughs> no, I was like, I was like, this, this needs to be this script. This needs to be their vision, not right. my vision. Rubbing I need to come in and like bring like my visual style to it and like mm -hmm. all of you know okay, my yeah. experience to get what they want on screen and as soon as i made that connection i got super excited <laughs> and and like and like sent this big long message to kendra going yeah. like oh yep. you know what we need to do like you are you're the showrunners mm -hmm. and i'm getting you what you want mm -hmm. and then like you know but it was very collaborative it wasn't like they yeah. were just like direct it like this now it was like you <laughs> we, know <laughs> we, had, we had very many sessions where we just sat around and giggled and laughed our heads off but then we it was still productive at the same mm -hmm. time where yeah. we we collaborated so so well. I don't think I've ever worked on a project where I've ever had so much freaking fun. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, from what you guys I, have been presenting, it looked like it was a I, it was fun. It looked yeah, like a party. Really yeah. Was, no, I have not been on a set that was that smooth, that professional, but that much fun at the same time. Like right. everybody was laughing and having a great time and working. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. And I've been on a lot we of freaking getting, sets. And the food was really good. The food was really yeah, good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I heard when they made Young Frankenstein, they were having such fun that they kept telling the producers, no, we need to keep filming. They filmed stuff that was never, <laughs> they would just think up ideas because they're having so much fun. They're like, no, we, we did get it right. And they just made up crap. I mean, we didn't do that. We did make up 
watch we some stuff <laughs> randomly, uh, but we didn't. We just didn't have yeah. enough time yeah. to mess around. Um, in, right, that's, and the mess around in the, in the good sense too. You yeah, know, we yeah. we just we wanted to get it and get it in the can and do it. And mm-hmm. I think we went a half an hour over one day. One day. This is the last day. Mm-hmm. Um, but. We, I mean, we really just had a lot yeah. of fun, and you and I just uh, had already kind of worked out random. Yeah. Our because her and I rehearsed uh, just at my house, at her house, okay. uh, over and over, and then we kind of came up with other things to add to the script while we were doing it. So we, some of it was still improvised on set. Some of it like was the still hug improvised. Was improvised. The hug and yeah, the where hits they slap were each other and- it's beautiful. I loved you and hated you so much at the same time at that hug because it was so hard for me not to laugh at you. And also the, the intensity of your crazy when you're holding my nipples. Uh, <laughs> yes, very easy and hard to work with because I was legitimately so terrified creepy. of you. Yeah. But That was um, a one take. No. no. <laughs> we had to do that from many angles. That was, Kendra yeah. couldn't walk in the morning. She was late to the shoot because she literally just couldn't move fast yeah, enough. Yeah, because she had to lower, <laughs> she was up against a, a, pole. a pole and then a crouching wall. down. She was doing yeah. wall sits. I yeah, wrote this for myself sits. thinking, oh, this is fine. I'll be fine. No, you idiot. It's like, just a couple of dialogues. Yeah, it's scenes. outside in January. I'll just put some, you know, some thermals on and a nice, like, uh, robe. Whenever I'll be fine. Wool socks. No. Yeah. No, no, no. And don't think about the wall sits or anything at all, Kendra. It's <laughs> really so, good so, idea. Um, what's next for the movie? Because uh, you featured at Z-Fest, so what's yes. next for, where's well, it going? First thing is, we're in the middle of a re-edit right now. Mm-hmm. So John and I, we're been talking about it on the drive here we have a pretty clear idea yeah um of where we're going on the re-edit mm-hmm. okay um so honestly i don't think we're going to add a whole lot but it is definitely going to have a little it's definitely going it to have a little more, breathing room um, for yeah. the seven yeah. minute yeah. cut yeah okay. yeah so we're going to give it a little more we're going to re-edit it um just a couple more minutes and to... then submit it to i don't know Everything. Everything. Well, it depends on money. Submit yeah, it to sure. yeah. what we can. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, try to get it in some other film festivals. Because um, that's the next adventure. Making the movie, and then the next adventure is navigating, navigating where you want to go. Want next. Yeah. Right. Using it as leverage to get the next job. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yep. We would also really love if there are any people out there who are into investing. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a couple ideas where we can turn it into. Um, a web series. series we can turn it into a series I would love if it could be a, like a 30 minute sitcom because that I would be fantastic that would be yeah. the ideal for these yeah. characters is yeah. a 30 yeah. minute sitcom yep. I think so, or, that's I, how I, it would be best served minutes. yeah it yeah. would be best served there um, we can also we also have a story if we if someone was like no I wanted I want to fund this as a movie um, like a feature film we do have a story for a feature film so it's kind of if we can get funding it really um, yeah it really just depends on investors investors right yeah. now yes um, because Money. I I don't want to do it if we can't pay people Right. right. Like, I, yeah. I, I, I mean, we have. The, I'm sorry. I want to respect people enough to 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 say, you know, because we made something good. Mm-hmm. I believe we should pay you for your contribution. Of yeah. Course, right? yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're here well, for twelve like, hours. Yeah, yeah, we could make something for like no budget, mm-hmm. and but would anyone want to buy it? You know, it's mm-hmm. like it's like the next one has to be like the 
the full shmeel right. with mm-hmm. full paid crew mm-hmm. and cast and so well, we don't yeah. know what that means and director yep. right. we're hoping that the, the 10 minute cut <laughs> well, the, I think will... the phrase is we're keeping our options open we're keeping our options yes, open yes. but also not just okay we're gonna go back to like nerd territory here <laughs> not just Excellent. keeping our options open <laughs> keeping our options open with the idea that we have mapped out specifically kind well like not specific open mindedly but specifically where we want to go with yeah. each of the options mm-hmm. so we're not like throw everything to the wind and hope it comes back to us like, we have like, specific ideas for we this. Have specific this, ideas. This, this. No, that's good. Yeah, that's good. We know what up. we yeah. want to do. We know who we are, so we know what to do. Right. Um, yeah. So it's not you know throwing everything in the wind and hoping it comes back. No, to that's. I, I just meant. Yeah, you're not really just giving birth to it and like. Let right. it run. You got an ob- objective. You, we have yeah. put well, it in its Oshkosh bagashes, yes. and um, <laughs> we're sending it to preschool. Oh my god! It just. I think I had it. So better. that's a <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's. <laughs> Sorry. If I can stop laughing, I'm going to back up your point. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, It's a lesson to filmmakers uh, that uh, when you go to make a film, know how you're going to market it and know where Mm -hmm. you want to take it, Um, which was great because when we got together for our first meeting, they're like, Tiffany was like, here's where we want to go. And here's, I'm like, Oh great. You already, you already know you guys are on it. Great. So mm-hmm. this is our audience. But I, I, yeah. I, I, I kind of miss, I didn't attend the Z Fest festival the day that it was shown. I didn't, but the packaging and how you're presenting it, it looks enticing. It looks mm-hmm. like every, everything you presented to people to sold looks appetizing to people to watch I think. Mm-hmm. and especially i think it's validation you guys won awards for it yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. So, which we, is nice and that was tough competition oh my too. god oh, this year so was. Many, like Ooh. the top 10 films oh my god there yeah. wasn't a single one of them that i went nah, that was all right yeah. like every one of them i was like oh we're in trouble yeah i'm gonna right. pee my pants uh, <laughs> which i think was my acceptance speech there was a, uh, yeah, there was a freaking full-on musical and i think they did like three or four different numbers i'm like how did they do that in seven minutes yeah this is insane yeah, yeah. There yeah. were there were some really incredible films this year. Like we were like, oh my god, I can't believe we made the tac ten with how great all of these. Which are. is a blessing in disguise yeah. too. You know, it validates us, but it also is it validates the the Minnesota film community that yeah. we right. make some really good stuff here. Mm-hmm. Um, I was going to swear, but you good know, job. I didn't. Get a <laughs> yeah, I yay. <laughs> he Here's some candy. <laughs> well, guys, we kind of ran out of time. Can you believe oh, it? oh, sorry, guys. Can you believe it? it's been over like an hour? Has it really? Yeah. Wow. So I have to. Um, so say thanks for coming. Yeah. Thank you for having us. I'm looking forward to seeing it. I really, I'm kind of hurt myself that I missed out, but I really wanted to see it. Eventually, I'll get to. I mean, if the producers say it's okay, we can always send you a link. We can no. send you a link. <laughs> <laughs> so, but um, it's a little thing on our podcast. It's not over till the guests say it's over. Oh, well, mm. what do we need to say? What do we need to do? What's going on? It's over. Is it? Yeah. It's over. It's over. It's over.